Hi, this is Dr. Meg Hayworth, holistic psychologist and nutrition strategist, and you're listening to Get Well Soon podcast series, the show that explores how to heal yourself with food and the power of the mind. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to our show today. And please go to listen to some of my other podcasts on Get Well Soon podcast series on iTunes. We have people like JJ Virgin on traumatic brain injuries, Dr. Pedram Shojai on how to be an urban monk. And today I have a very exciting guest. I love this woman. I've known her for a dozen years. And this is not our first interview together, but it's going to be our best because we just had a really interesting thing happen. But let me tell you who it is. It's Chelly Campbell. She's the creator of the Financial Stress Reduction Workshops, which I took a dozen years ago. (laughs) And now um, it's taught as an eight-week teleclass, so anybody can take this class anywhere you are in the world. And she's the author of The Wealthy Spirit, Zero to Zillionaire, and From Worry to Wealthy. She is one of Marcy Shymoff's Happy 100 and her New York Times bestselling Happy for No Reason. And she is a super happy person and contributed stories to Jack Canfield's books, You've got to read this book and life lessons from chicken soup for the soul. She was voted most inspirational speaker. And I got to say, she is really great um, by women management, women in management speaker of the year by the association of women entrepreneurs and Rotarian of the year by the Pacific Palisades Rotary club. She is past president of the Los Angeles chapter of national association of women business owners was Los Angeles district SBA uh, women in Business Advocate with Small Business Administration, and she's widely voted as a financial expert in major media and more than 50 popular books. Wow, you've been at this a long time, and you really do this work well, Shelley. Thank you so much Thank for being here. Thank you, Meg. You know, I used to listen to speakers when I was younger, and they would have this laundry list of credits, and I would go, wow, how did they ever get so good? And now I know it just means you're old. <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah you live long enough and keep showing up you know you're going to get a collection of credits exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh well you know today it was very interesting because as we were trying to get into this interview we had technical difficulty upon technical difficulty it was insane we're messaging each other on on facebook messenger while we're trying to figure <laughs> out how to get this thing rolling. Um, I know and- it was so funny because everything we tried didn't work and the program didn't support the other program or the microphone didn't work or the recording didn't work. But oh we persevered God. and we just went through it all to get to this interview because we really wanted to talk to each other. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, as I was thinking about it, I was like, wow, all these obstacles – or seeming obstacles were really challenges to help us get to do what we wanted to do. And, uh, and it made me think about how healing is like that. And it, it takes time. It takes patience. It takes persistence. It takes continuing to search for the right thing for you. And And you're going to have obstacles. There's going to be breakdowns. There's going to be things that don't work and you have to persevere. I heard a really Mm -hmm. great story about that years ago. 
Uh-huh. A woman was walking on the beach on a cold winter's day, and there's no lifeguards mm-hmm. in the lifeguard stations, but on one of them there was a sign. So she went over to see what it said, and it said, air temperature 58 degrees, water t- temperature 55 degrees, swimming conditions. It's there if you want it, but you got to want it bad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's and really, wanting something badly is the only mm. way we get past the obstacles, because otherwise you give up, and then you don't get the goal. That's a really good point. And uh, I know for me, in healing over the dozen illnesses that I had to heal, that's exactly oh. what I did. It's just I kept going, and I still continue to go, because you know, health is something that you have to balance and keep working at. And you are the financial wealthy spirit woman. <laughs> um, so tell us, like, tell us about obstacles in that arena and how you've seen people overcome those things. Well, everybody has, you know, it's two things. It's the law of attraction and the law of action. Mm. And the law of attraction, a lot of people talk about this in terms of finances and becoming wealthy and all of that that you have to have a good mindset, and you do, because if you don't have the mindset correct, you're just going to attract negative experiences to yourself. You're going to have a lack of confidence. You're going to be more likely Mm -hmm. to give up. So Mm -hmm. the first thing is we have a lot of negative stuff around money. Uh, Everybody knows, and let me just tell you, we're not trained about money in our society. This category is missing from our whole school program. Financial literacy yep. isn't taught in our schools. It's <laughs> absurd. No, it's and I agree. It's one of those life skills you've got to know or you're not going to make it. Yeah, that's absolutely true. So, I mean, if you were to design curriculum for something like that, where would you start? Well, so what I did was I said to people, you know, so what is your belief about money? When you hear the word money, did you, first of all, did you ever take a class? And most people did not. And I Mm -hmm. said, so where you learn from is your parents, your teachers, your peers, and what you see in the media. Mm -hmm. So what's your attitude and belief about money? And people go, oh, money doesn't grow on trees. Mm -hmm. You know, money is the root of all the evil. Uh, what did your parents say to you? Oh, what do you think I made of money or we can't afford it? And all this negative. There wasn't much about positive. And so I said, well, we have to start thinking positively about money. And I researched through, you know, who was the leading light talking about that. And now this is back in the early 80s that I'm doing this research, and I think Shakti Gawain was out there creating money. Oh, right. Yeah, she's And fantastic. so I got some of it from her and from Catherine Ponder. Who oh, does a lot man, do I love her. The Dynamic yes. Laws of Prosperity is one of my favorite books. I know. I own it. I practice those, and then I started writing my own affirmations. Because then in 1984, I went to work for a small bookkeeping service as the manager of it, and I became Mm -hmm. a partner. And then I grew the business and brought my partners out. So I had the experience of working with people's money. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, what I saw was that people didn't know a lot of businesses that I gave their financial statements to. They never mm-hmm. even looked at it because they didn't know how to use the information. They really couldn't read a balance sheet or an income statement. They hadn't been taught to. They thought, mm-hmm. oh, well, this is just a document for my taxes and I'll send it to my accountant. So I started meeting with my clients and saying, no, let me tell you what you get from this. This is what you look at. What was your expenditure this year as opposed to last year and this year before that? Do you Mm -hmm. see your expenses have doubled? What's the reason for that? What happened? And mm-hmm. uh, one woman said, well, I, I, the good news is I doubled my income last year. The bad news is I only increased profit 3%. You uh-huh. see, because we have this tendency, we've got money, so we spend it. Instead yeah, of looking ahead, true. what's the need coming up? How do I want mm-hmm. my money to flow? And what do I want to do with it? So between positive thinking, then you have to go to from the law of attraction to the law of action. And this means you have to take positive steps. You have to learn about it. You have to figure Mm -hmm. out the structure of it. You've got to know about budgeting. Now, I try and make all of this simple and user-friendly. So I say budget stands for baby, you deserve getting everything. (laughs) <laughs> okay because you can have ah, all the great. stuff you want and all the goodies yep. and all the travel and all the things that if you plan for it mm-hmm. a budget is based on your income this is the money that's coming in what are you going to do with that money how are you going to spend it and it's you can afford anything it's just priorities of spending you can go to Europe, but that might mean that mm-hmm. you can't make your car payment or your rent payment. So, well, those come first in priority, don't they? they so the other do. way to do it is to make more money. Either exactly. less money or make more money. Or make the more money. Thing, find another way to get what you want, which is where creativity comes in. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, one of your affirmations that I love is I... Uh, I get free first class travel and accommodations all around the world. <laughs> yes. Isn't that good? <laughs> it's a great one. And I have to tell you, I once had a friend fly me to Australia to help her out for three weeks. It was fantastic. And it was interesting because two days before she offered to do that, I was driving along and I said to myself, I am going to go to Australia, doggone it. I'm going to go visit my friend. And two days later, she called and said, Hey, we're flying you out. <laughs> Wow. It was like, and I thought of you right away. (laughs) It was making that decision that made the huge difference. It does. You know, and one of the pieces of advice I read online not not too long ago, a couple of days ago, was um, don't wait to travel until you're old. Travel now when you're young. You can always recover the money. You can always get more money. Whereas Mm -hmm. when you're old and maybe living on a fixed income, see, people are so scared to spend money now because so much of our financial professionals are saying you're going to run out of money when you're old and life expectancy is increasing and all of that negative stuff, which Mm -hmm. makes people fearful. And I tell everybody retirement is not a goal. It's a goal for people who hate their jobs. 
Ah, who aren't willing to take the risk to get out of that job and go do something they love right now. Mm -hmm. So they stick with it and spend their whole life hating their work and can't wait to retire. And then they retire on some fixed income and are afraid they'll run out of money so they don't go anywhere or do anything. Yep, exactly. I'm telling you, the statistic on retirees is that mm -hmm. 49% of them watch television like a hundred hours a week. Oh my gosh. I've known people like that. And it's just, you're not doing anything. <laughs> you know, you're not, what you're doing you're is not, you're watching somebody else have a fantasy life. Mm, That's yeah, what television point, is. Good point. Yeah. Good point. It's a story. So, so in terms of, of, of turning things like this around, um, yeah. Let's let's go to affirmations because that's something that you use and I know I've used them. I've used the ones that you give us in class. And a lot of people think that they're new agey, they think they're woo woo. And oh yeah. Do affirmations work and why and how does it work? It's just like Alcoholics Anonymous. It works if you work it. Okay. Uh -huh. There aren't magic uh -huh. words. You know, mm -hmm. the new agey people will sit on the couch and go, oh, I'm making lots of money. Oh, you know, and I go, well, that's good. But how many affirmations would you have to say in front of a piano before you could play it? Yeah, good point. You got to get out there and play it. <laughs> yeah. You got to take lessons. You got to learn to read music. You got to get your hands supple and your fingers able to move properly. And then you get harder and more difficult pieces to play. Mm -hmm. Nobody starts out playing Mozart. I'm telling you, that's so true. So you got to practice. Yeah. So you're so you're saying then it's practicing money. But affirmations work, and I'll tell you how they work. Okay, they can be magical because they get you into. I can do it. I love money. Money loves me. People love mm -hmm. to give me money. I am rich and wonderful. So you use it to talk yourself into that space where all of the visualizations that you have of what you might create in your life are possible and real. And every day you're making a move towards that with excitement. And mm -hmm. when you goose yourself up that way and then you make a sales call to sell your product or service or go on uh -huh. the interview to get a raise, a bonus, a promotion, or a new job, you walk mm -hmm. in with this expression in your body, on your face, and your energy that's positive and overflowing mm. with good. And people yeah. are looking for that. So true. I mean, it makes some a people big are difference. looking for sad and lonely and depressed people, but that isn't the people you want to attract, right? No, gosh, no. And actually, I want to share a story right now as we're talking about affirmations. It's something well yeah. that happened in my life that helped me by way of you. <laughs> and so oh. um, I've shared with you that the 50 um, affirmations that you have, is it 50 fabulous money affirmations? Is that what you call it? I call it the fabulous 50 abundance affirmations. Fabulous 50 abundance affirmations. Something yeah. like that. Okay. So um, I hadn't done them in a while. And this is maybe eight, wait, six years ago or so, seven years ago. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I was, uh, I had lost some clients and I was kind of struggling again because, you know, the life of the entrepreneur is kind of up and down. And um, I was like, you know what, pull out Shelly's affirmations. And I started reading them pretty regularly. Actually, every day I was reading them. And then it occurred to me one day, you know, you're not reading this with any feeling. You're reading ah. it rote, like, and you're not, why don't you just pull out your best actress self and say it like you mean it, say it like it's actually happening. And so I went through the whole thing and it was, I said, say it matter of factly. That's what I said to myself. So I just said it matter of factly, like people love to give me money. They just uh-huh. do. And I went through the whole list. And then I kid you not, as soon as I finished that list, one of my clients called me and said, Hey, I just referred you to actress Cody De Pablo. She should be calling you in about five or 10 minutes after we get off the phone. I just wanted to give you a heads up that she's looking for a chef that can create a special diet for her because she, she needs help with her health. Wow. Okay. And I'm like, and then I thought, Oh, so many people call me and say, yeah, they referred me, but then the referral never calls. And I'm like, don't go there, Meg. (laughs) Don't go there. Yes. Yeah. I was like, just keep your energy up and like, this is awesome. And then five minutes later she called and a few days later I had a check for a thousand dollars in my hand to start the job. Awesome. So yeah, it was just, and and then after that, my business exploded in the private chef celebrity world. And I, I, <laughs> I was like, thank you, Telly. <laughs> you are so welcome. And thank yourself too, because you, you felt the loss. And you went to it. You knew what the, what the help was, and you did it. Mm. And that's a yeah. perfect explanation of how doing it with feeling makes a difference. Because people will always mm. say in my class, well, I've been doing the affirmations, but I'm kind of depressed, so I'm doing them. People love to give me money, and it's not working very well. And I said, well, yeah, hello, because what's the energy you're putting out? The energy is... People love to give me money, like Eeyore. That doesn't work. <laughs> this guy is falling. <laughs> yes, life is terrible. I'm going to go eat worms. <laughs> exactly. You know, so. I mean, I did this on a radio show when I was publicizing The Wealthy Spirit, and I was on all these shows all over the country, and I looked at the calendar, and, oh, the next one coming up is in Billings, Montana with this interviewer named Tommy B. And the mm-hmm. letters of the call station were K-Bull, all right? <laughs> so I'm thinking this guy isn't going to be too up on the affirmation thing. And I was uh-huh. right about that because the first thing he introduced me and he goes, now, you're not going to tell me that saying silly little affirmation phrases is going to help you make more money. And I said, well, yeah, I'm going to tell you that. He said, well, you got some explaining to do, Lucy. I said, well, if a friend of yours walks in the room and he's really happy about something, can you tell us happy before he opens his mouth? He goes, yeah. I said, if he's really depressed or angry about something, can you tell that before he says anything? He says, well, yeah. I said, how can you tell? He said, well, he looks angry or he looks happy. I said, bingo. You're wearing Mm -hmm. your thinking. Who you're ah, thinking about, perfect. what you're thinking shows up on your face and your energy and your body language. And people are reading it even without thinking about that's what they're doing. He goes, well, yeah. how's that going to make me more money? Uh, so wait for it. 
Do you go to like networking groups sometimes to advertise your radio program or give speeches at the Chamber of Commerce, Rotary Club, stuff like that? He goes, oh, yeah, I do that all the time. I said, and do you meet people there? He goes, sure. I said, are some of those people angry, whiny, and complainy, and others are happy, joyful, and successful? He goes, well, yeah. I said, okay, so now do you sometimes hire people that you meet at these meetings, like you go to their restaurant or you hire mm-hmm. them to, you know, clean your pool or you buy a business card? He goes, oh, sure, I do some business with those people. I said, and when mm-hmm. you're making your choice of who to work for, do you go to the angry, whiny, complainy people or the happy, joyful, successful people? He goes, well, I, mm-hmm. I choose the happy, joyful because <laughs> I said, Why? He said, because, well, if they look happy and successful, it's probably because they do a good job and I'm not going to have mm-hmm. any problems and they're going to be nice to me and give me good service. I said, you yeah. made all of that assumption based on how they look. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, and that's how you make more money because you got to show up like that at your job or you got to show up like yeah. that in your business. You have to show up like that on social media. Yep, exactly. So yeah, it's it is energy and money's energy, right? So yeah, people keep call the energy me positive just because they're the going to do something hard and they and they want to talk to me and get a juice. What you <laughs> told me was, he goes, "How you doing?" I said, "Great." He said, "Can I ask you a question?" I said, "Sure." What? He said, "Do you ever get depressed?" I said, "Yes, I do, but not very often. And when I do, I don't answer the phone." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I so everybody here. thinks I'm this, this happy person all the time. Well, no, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm not so happy. But I take right. myself out of commission then. You know, I go, oh, time for a rest, time for a nap, time for sit back yeah. and do some affirmations and handle whatever to, problem is going on or whatever. Yeah, to go search inside and, and, and get past whatever it is that you're you're working you're dealing with in that moment. So, yes. um, which makes me think uh, this is great because it it makes me think about illness. And since my community is really a lot of people that are dealing with illness and health issues, and uh, many of whom are on disability um, or headed that way, um, yep. what what do you say to them? Because I, I hear them just go like, oh, sort of like my life is over. I can't make money now. Uh-huh. Um, but They're I don't agree with that. They're in an endless loop of depression. Mm-hmm. And they are cycling downwards and looking at all of the things that are wrong with their life. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the people that get out of that situation look at, okay, here's the stuff I can't do. But what can I do? I met a woman who was in the hospital once for nine months in a full body cast recovering from an accident, but she needed to make a living. She had bills to pay. Mm -hmm. So she goes, what can I do? Well, I can talk on the phone. And she started an employment agency from her hospital bed, making connections, (sighs) matching up companies that were looking to hire people with people who were looking for a job. Right from her hospital bed, she built a business and became extremely successful. I love that story. Isn't that great? <laughs> That's awesome. Here's yeah, another so one. Many, so here's many another one. Do. A woman okay. came to me. She had heard about me from a friend. She said, 
I have got to take your workshop. I'm on disability. I have terrible migraines. I only get 1500 a month. I've been doing that for two years. And she said, I am so done with living poor. There has mm. got to be something I can do. And I know you can help me. So I want to come to your class. And I don't know how I'm going to pay you. I'll do a payment plan. We'll do something. But I, I know you can do it. And I saw in her that mm-hmm. she was going to do what it took, whatever it took, because she had hit mm-hmm. bottom and she was clawing her way back up. So I took <laughs> her into the class and she worked it. She did the affirmation. She sent out the ships, which is my euphemism for taking yes. uh, taking action, because uh-huh. you, you can't wait for your ship to come in if you don't send any out, right? Mm-hmm. So exactly. she had found that she had the gift of gab and she could talk on the phone and she could she had people fighting over her to hire her as a contract person so she only had to work certain hours to do sales for them on the phone she had me paid off before the end of the class and the class was 12 weeks the class was eight weeks and eight weeks at that time cost twenty five hundred dollars Wow, that's awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's really great. And I know. I, I think that's really so When people tell me they can't, I go, can't never did. That's what my mother said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One thing I love, I when I was listening to Louise Hay years ago talking about money and somebody saying, you know, I live on a fixed income. And her retort was, who fixed it? <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> you know, like. Who did that? Like, you can, you know, you, her story alone is one of, you know, rags to riches through um, through affirmations, through, um, you know, believing in yourself and putting one foot in front of the other and making it, making something work in your life for you. So, and I always tell people to go towards your skills, your talents, your abilities. What do you do best? And because that's what I think you're here to share with the world. And yeah. Um, you know, and then figure out a way to make money with that. So let's talk about your financial stress stress reduction workshop. <laughs> yeah, I invented it because, you know, I was, uh, I had all these clients at my bookkeeping service that I started explaining their financial statements to them. And I had, a, I was running my own business with employees. So I kind of knew how to juggle the finances and what you needed to do next. And the fact that you needed to hire employees before you could afford it, you became mm. able to afford it after they were productive. So uh-huh. I started sharing these kinds of tips and three of my clients in the same week said, you should be teaching this. Mm-hmm. And that's when I kind of looked around and said, yeah, this subject is not being addressed anywhere. People are talking about motivation and positive thinking and there are a lot mm-hmm. of seminar leaders out there, but nobody's handling the real nuts and bolts of the money along yeah. with what your goal is, what your vision is, what your purpose is, you know, how to be happy, how to manage your time, how to fit in everything to a rich and full inner life as well as an outer life. Mm, That's that's key right there. Yeah, and I also had Mm -hmm. this idea that a lot of the wealthy people had no spirit and the spiritual people were all broke. Yeah, (laughs) isn't that an interesting chasm? (laughs) Yes. 
One's paying heavily attention to the here and now, and one's paying heavily attention to the next life and being a spiritual Mm -hmm. person. But who said that you can't be a spiritual person and be rich in this life, too? Wouldn't that be what God intended us to have if there's a loving God? Mm -hmm. So I decided to make that jump and teach that. And I wrote a program, and I enrolled a class of 12 people who came to my office. And Uh I taught them, and it was amazing. People just leapt out to take the risks that they needed to take but needed some support from the group and from me to be able to do it. Because everybody Mm -hmm. out there, most of the nine-to-fivers are going to tell you, you can't do that. That's too scary. Stick with your job. You've got a good job. It has a retirement plan, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. My my mom recently said to me, she's like, I don't know how you've you've done this entrepreneur thing for twenty years. Like, I I, I can't even fathom how you do that. Yeah, <laughs> you know? isn't like, it scary? You never know where your next dollar is coming from. You don't know if you'll have a client next week. Yeah. Well, yeah. you just assume that you're going to have a client because you've learned something about sales and marketing and, and you're putting mm-hmm. the word out and you're talking to people and there's going to be people. Exactly. It really has everything to do with your mindset and um, and that's it. It's the assuming. I, I know every time I'm always taken care of, always, no matter what. Yes. Yes. And that knowing, I think, is the thing that carries me forward, even when you know I'm on a, a downturn, which is just part of of being an entrepreneur, um, not, you know, some get to, on the, the upside and stay there. Um, but you know, well, let me there, tell you what I mindset say to right there. about that. When, when uh-huh. things go bad for a while and they go bad for me too, you know, I have slumps in my business where I, all the people that I talk to say, no, they're not going to come to the next class. So I have a smaller enrollment, but uh-huh. then I just look at it as the standard deviation and probability theory. Um, So now let everybody wrap their heads around probability theory for a minute. The simple version mm -hmm. is if you flip a coin a hundred times, it's going to land 50% of the time heads and 50% of the time tails. It's an equal distribution. Mm -hmm. But if you flip it only 10 times, it could land tails every time. And then people make decisions about their life based on too small a sample. Mm, Right? So I tell Mm -hmm. people to make not cold calls, but gold calls. Like go to network and get the cards from people and call them up and make a friend. And some of those people are going to say, I'm really interested in your product or service and buy Mm -hmm. it. Just from you reaching out to make a friend. So that's what I call a gold call. But people Mm -hmm. make five of these and then go, well, it doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. You only made five. Make 105 and then call me. Yeah. So the numbers, probability. You've got to have a big enough statistical Mm -hmm. sample. And then you improve your results because over time you're making 100 calls, you're going to say some stupid stuff that you make a note, that was stupid, don't ever say that again. (laughs) And then you'll say something brilliant just by accident and somebody will go, oh, you're totally right about that. Okay, I'm signing up. Here's my credit card. And I write that down. So I make sure to say that a lot. (laughs) Yeah. It's just figuring stuff out. It, it, there's a story I watch. I love the Eagles. And they had uh-huh. a big documentary a couple of years ago, and I watched it. 
And Glenn mm-hmm. Fry was in the beginnings of his career, and and Pete Seeger told him he had to write songs. And he said, I got to learn to write songs. Pete Seeger says, yeah, that's the ticket. He said, mm-hmm. but what if I write bad songs? And Pete said, oh, you're going to write bad songs. Don't worry about that. Just keep <laughs> writing them. And one day by accident, you'll write a good song. And then you'll learn yeah. how it does. And you'll write more and more good songs. And that's where yeah. success is in the music industry. Yeah, and he said he lived in a little apartment, and below him in the basement apartment was Jackson Brown. And he oh, could wow. hear Jackson Brown at the piano. And Jackson Brown would play eight bars over and over and over until finally he played the eight bars with a difference. And then he'd wow. play that new eight bars over and over and over and over, and then he'd add another eight bars. Wow. And he goes, oh, that is it. It's work. Hello, it's one step. The next step builds upon the last and then you just keep walking. Yeah, if you go take ballet lessons, you don't dance Swan Lake day two. (laughs) (laughs) Never. (laughs) You know, a friend of mine and I had that conversation and she said, that's why I never took ballet lessons. I said, why? She says, because I wasn't willing to be bad at it for as long as it was going to take to get good at it. Ah, wow. Ah. Well, that's a good thing to admit to yourself, to know. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, what are you willing to put the time and effort and heart into? See, I took piano lessons for four years as a kid, and I sucked. I was terrible at <laughs> And I didn't like it either. So I finally went to my mom and said, you know, Mom, I'm really not with the piano stuff, so I'd like to stop and double up on my ballet lessons. She, oh. she fought me a little bit, and then she said, well, okay. So I doubled up on my ballet lessons and became a singer-dancer-actress. Yay! Yay! <laughs> and I, there awesome. was no piano involved in that. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but what was involved was something that you really enjoyed doing, that you really yes, wanted. and I loved ballet every minute of it, even when I was mm-hmm. bad at it, because I could feel myself get better every lesson. Wow. So, so in AA, they say that progress, not perfection. Progress, not perfection. Yeah, yeah. and that's important. That's something that I always tell, remind people about, um, is that look at wh- how far you've come, Look at what you have done and stop ruminating on what you haven't done or what's wrong. Um, yeah, it's like when I diet every now and then I go, oh, well, you got to clean up your act with food here, Jelly. So I'm mm-hmm. really good for three days. And then uh, I go to a lunch and then they serve carrot cake and I eat it. And then I go, mm-hmm. oh, well, might as well give up the diet. No. So you had a slip. Never mind do better tomorrow and and you put enough days together that are more days doing good than days eating carrot cake and you go I'm making progress I lost a pound I lost two pounds this month good job congratulate yourself for every bit of little wins that you have don't wait for the big wins my mother and I had that conversation once I had a guy I had met, and I was hoping that he would call and ask me out. And Mm -hmm. he did. He called, and he asked me out. And I hung up the phone, and I went, yippee, and I was kind of dancing. And my mother goes, 
don't get your hopes up. Mm. Cold water. And I said, Mom, don't say that to me. I was hoping he would call, and he did. I was hoping he would ask me out, and he did. I'm going to celebrate that today. That's Uh my win today. I am not marching down the aisle. I'm not planning our Mm -hmm. wedding reception. I'm just glad I got a date, okay? I get to be happy today about that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And that's a great tip for people, you know, just think about what you get get to be happy about today. Like what? There's always something that you can be happy about. Yeah. There's so much. I'm telling you, everybody listening to this call. First of all, you got to have a computer or access to a, a cell phone or something. So that mm-hmm. already puts you in the top echelons of richest people on the planet. Mm. There are probably 5 billion people who would trade places with you right now. That's we sure. spend so much time looking at what we don't have or what we're trying to progress to and we wish we were this or wish we were that. Instead mm-hmm. of looking at how far we've come and all of the people who wish they were us. Yeah. I got that yeah. slapped in the face with that by a friend once who I was complaining about. Well, Susie Orman is living my life. She's got, mm-hmm. she's on Oprah. She's got the best selling book and she's rich and uh, I'm still trying to find a <laughs> publisher. Uh-huh. She goes, Shelly. Don't you realize that in this room, we were at a networking meeting. She goes, in this room, you're the Chelly, the Susie Orman, that everybody mm-hmm. wishes they were you. Ah, uh, what a great way to put it. And I went, oh, my God, I got a chill down my spine. And I just <sighs> went, oh, no, I never thought about that. I was only looking at where I wanted to be instead of where I had come. Mm, and what and where you are right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a great way with your illness or with wellness to track it in that way too, you know. You'll have setbacks sometimes, but then, you know, okay, you'll adjust and you'll get a little better. But, you know, you have to keep focusing on that. See, I always tell people, you know, um, as you get richer and your finances improve, it doesn't mean you're not going to have any problems. But the quality of your problems will improve. The car broke down at the birthday, okay? <laughs> exactly. So, wow, it's been so great having you on Get Well Soon today. Um, can you let people know how to get in touch with you? Absolutely. My name is spelled C-H-E-L-L-I-E, and my website is Shelly.com. My email is Chelly at Chelly.com. So if you get C-H-E-L-L-I-E correctly, you can get me forever. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Chelly.com. Awesome. And again, people can take your financial stress reduction workshop anywhere they are in the world. So um, I I highly recommend it. Putting it as a teleclass was a stroke of genius that was given to me by somebody else. You know, you're going to get everything you want in life if you just listen to the people around you tell you the good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) And then act on it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was in the habit of teaching my classes live. I loved them coming to my house, me teaching small mastermind groups, and then Mm -hmm. put it as a teleclass. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to be seeing people. Oh, my God. It was so great. 
because oh, now awesome. I don't have performance issues. I'm not worried about the temperature in the room or if somebody's late uh, or oh, if right, have coffee course. and cookies, you know. It's or like they're stuck in traffic. <laughs> and I just teach them and I get to take notes about what people are saying and that mm. being able to write things down gives me their patterns and then I can help them change them. So it's really oh, okay. Awesome. That's great. So it's even more intense and thorough. That's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much again. I really, really appreciate your time and um, our our um, obstacles that we trudged. Well, we didn't trudge through. We just plowed through them. <laughs> we're like, we did. We're we getting knocked rid them out one at a time. We're just like, well, let's <laughs> exactly. try this or let's try that. We were going to get there, and we did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, thanks so much for being on the show. I really appreciate you so much. And Honey, thanks um, for having me. You're a doll, and it was just my uh, pleasure to talk to you today. Yay. You're welcome. And thanks for everyone for listening to this podcast. Please take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. And um, please. Please share this podcast with anyone that you think might benefit. Um, we, I love to have these conversations and share them with people. And remember, food can kill you or food can heal you. The choice is up to you. This is Dr. Meg Hayward. Thank you for listening to Get Well Soon. For more information, go to meghayworth.com to sign up for our email list get your free copy of five anti-inflammatory on-the-go lunch recipes and access to our private Facebook community. Thank you so much for listening.